How are you? I am doing okay. Yeah. Today's been a day. Has it? Really has it been since I saw you last? Since we have two classes together on this mm-hmm. day. On this day. Um. Yeah. Finished that paper that I turned out to be writing wrong this whole time. But then you wrote it right. But then I wrote it correctly. We think. Hopefully. We'll find out when we get grades. What did you write your paper about again? I wrote my paper on MASH. MASH. What a good show. I did mine on Star Trek. Also a really good show. Original Star Trek. That's the one with the... William Shatner. Yeah. What a uh, guy. Leonard Nimoy. Also a guy. R.I.P. Also a guy. (laughs) <laughs> he was a guy. That is true. He was a guy. Um, yeah, but I, I love that we have uh, majors that allow us to write academic papers about things like MASH and Star right? Trek. I was talking about, um, we were talking about semiotics today in my GHS. Mm-hmm. And, and you were like, I got this. And I literally didn't even pay attention for like 10 minutes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't admit that. We're good students, no, we I, promise. No, I mean, I paid attention, but it was just very... Um, Mm-hmm. I was kind of just writing down, and I was like, I already know all this. I got this, because I'm the best. Mm-hmm. Well, welcome to If Records Could Talk. We haven't actually said that yet. We've just kind of been, oh, talking, right. We've been talking about ourselves. friends. We are friends, and we have this show together. And welcome to it. It's already happening. You're like two minutes into it already. Great job, Incredible. listeners. Great I'm job. I'm so proud of you. So this is a show where we talk about music. My name's Kathleen. And my name is Shannon. Just in case you haven't listened to the past two episodes and you're Which here. Which you might not have. I mean, that's true. That's true. Our first episode goes up tonight. In case you were wondering how far in advance we record these. It didn't happen. A it didn't while. happen on purpose, but it just kind of happened that way because your girl was busy last week. Yeah. But our first show goes up tonight, which is exciting. Are you going to listen to it? Yes, I am. I'm not. I've decided I'm not listening oh, to no. it. <laughs> I'll probably listen to the first, like, 30 seconds to make sure everything's, like, the fine. Intro? I'll listen to the, actually, okay, so I'll listen to the first minute after the intro music. Because okay. I hate mm-hmm. the way my voice sounds when it's recorded. Oh, and I know everyone good. else does, also hates it, but, like, I actually, it's, like, a weird fear that I have. It's very oh, weird. Oh, no. You're afraid of your own Apparently voice? Apparently, I am. Is that what would come out of the cabinet in Harry Potter? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. It would be it would be spiders talking like in you, my own voice. In, yeah, that, in that's, your recorded That's voice. the fear. That's the fear. That would come that's out of the That's a terrible closet. fear. What would come out of your metaphorical closet? Um, well, I already came out of the closet. I... I know that. I was thinking about it, and then I was like, oh, she already came out of the closet. There was already a metaphorical closet. So it would come out of your magical closet. My magical scare closet. My, the fear box. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Probably spiders. Yeah. Not into bugs. Not probably cockroaches. <laughs> Hate those. Did you see that, uh, that thing going around that was like, this zoo will name a cockroach after your ex for free? <laughs> Did you hear about that? No, There's but that's zoo incredible. I can't remember. I should really look up these things before I mention them, but it's fine. I'm sure you've heard about it. Um, And then there was another one Mm -hmm. that was like, oh, we'll name a cockroach after your significant other because cockroaches last forever. And I was like, oh, "Um, I'm a little bit confused about the message and also gross. But like, okay, good marketing, I guess. Yeah. I wish I remember the name of the zoos because that was kind of the whole point. But well, people can Google. It's fine. So this is a show where we talk about music, mm-hmm. and we should probably get 
to that music. Yeah, we can't talk about The Bachelor this week because I am horrendously uncaught up. I'm caught up. I caught up this morning. I have no time. So caught up. Anyway. Um, that's okay because our show goes up at 8, uh, so that's, that's true, during The Bachelor. Yeah. So this week, in this front half of our show, we're going to be talking about Maggie Rogers. I love her. Mm-hmm. I really do. I remember I texted you last week, and I, I was like, let's talk about Maggie Rogers! And you were like, yeah, for sure. And I was like, yeah. And then I did, and then I died a little bit inside yep. because it was just so good. Wasn't it? It was so good. So good. The first thing I wrote down on my notes here is just, wow, mm-hmm. and I underlined it. Yep. Um, later on, I made a note, and it's Past Life, which is a song on the album. Hello? Hello. Because, like, I called the chief, and he said, this is it. This is it. Here it is. And the chief, in this instance, is Pharrell Williams. Is Pharrell Williams. Because he said, this, this is, is it. This is it. Uh, specifically to her song, Alaska. Which um, which is good, but it's not my yeah. favorite. Which one is your favorite? My favorite is probably Falling Water, because I've heard that song very first. good. Um, I also love, is it called On and Off? On and Off. Yeah. That is a bop. I have I have a quote, actually, about specifically those two songs yeah. from uh, Alexandra Pollard, who writes for The Independent. She okay. said, um, the niggling two-tone keyboard loop that pervades On and Off is hypnotic but never grating, while Falling Water showcases Rogers' voice, which is smooth and gritty like sand running through fingers. Which I think is just a beautiful metaphor. It is a really beautiful metaphor. And also metaphor. very good. Another uh, quote that I found from a review uh, from Danny Levers with New Musical Express. She said, uh, specifically about the song Alaska, it detonated Pharrell Williams' mind with her starry-eyed Folktronica banger. Folktronica banger. Starry-eyed Folktronica banger. If that doesn't describe Maggie Rod- Rogers, yeah. I don't know what does absolutely honestly. i think that's a very good description of the whole entire album it's I just agree. starry-eyed and folktronica i think it's really good with this album i think i said this about uh vampire weekends ep mm-hmm. like this would do very good in like a coming of age oh rom-com 100 just this whole album but i don't unlike what i said about mm-hmm. good old ezra yes wanting it to be in a coming-of-age film, I feel like Maggie Rogers doesn't cool want it. Not that, not necessarily that she's too cool for it, but just, like, I feel like she wants it to be in a different space. Okay. Like, she wants it to exist as, like, that kind of, like, coming-of-age mm-hmm. essence, but she but wants outside. it to last longer okay. than some coming-of-age... Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 the 15 minutes of fame that those exactly. movies would exactly. give. Exactly, exactly. I think that's very smart. And I know that um, this whole album, like, she played for Pharrell in, like, what was it, 2016? Mm-hmm. So it's taken her these two and a half, three years mm-hmm. to make this full album. Yeah. Um, and Jonathan Bernstein with Rolling Stone said, called it a collection of self-searching moments, miniature mental flashbulbs of realization from a young adult striving to adjust to the swiftly cha- shifting world around her. Accurate. And this was also where I found out that she wrote, co-produced, and arranged nearly all of the 12 tracks That's, on the album. We, we really do love a queen who can we really do it do. all. We really do. <laughs> um, this is the album I wish I had in high school. I'm just going to say it. Oh, This yeah. is really the album I wish I had in high school. I would have played this nonstop in oh, high yeah. school. 
My parents like, would have been so annoyed. I'm like, yo, pals, listen to this album. <laughs> I'm still like that, but you know. Yeah. It would. I been. mean, you were like that with me with this specific was, album. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine because it's fantastic. Everyone and now will I listen to this album immediately. Literally. Yeah. You should just stop. Actually, don't stop listening to this podcast. Don't After stop we're listening done. to this because we're gonna play a little bit of it. Oh, that's true. What are right we gonna here. play? I whatever personally it was, hope it was, it was good. Falling Water, or actually, honestly, I don't really care what it was because the album's so good. I don't really <laughs> whatever care. it was, it was good. It was good. Um, I added like three of these songs to my various different playlists just while I was listening to it. Like one of them would start, and I'd get like a minute in, and I'd be like, "Yep, love it." Here, yep, gonna listen to this every day forever. Um, going back to the note about um, producing. Mm-hmm. I don't usually like to listen to Pitchfork because most of the time they're wrong. Mm-hmm. Fight me, Pitchfork. Um, they will. Oh, yeah. So about Alaska. Apparently, she produced, she co-produced the song in 15 minutes. Yeah, I read that. And her and it says, <clears throat> her production, however self-consciously whimsical, parentheses, there's a morning dove in there somewhere, and parentheses, <laughs> charmed like fireflies at dusk. I thought the fireflies at dusk bit. I love that. We love it. I love that. I love these journalists. Like, I love these metaphors that these music journalists keep giving us. I, music journalists. Like, I wish I could become a You're doing the most, journalist. and you are incredible, and we appreciate you so very much. Unless you work um, for Pitchfork. In which case, we don't appreciate oh, you very much. Uh, <laughs> you can edit the Rolling Stone like. article about this album also called it a chronicle of Rogers' development as a singer-songwriter, which I thought was very, very true, considering it took her so many years to make mm-hmm. it, and she really took her time. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved it. I thought like her vocals were just so clear and so strong in every single track. so beautifully well-produced. Absolutely. I... I just, I love it. Yeah. I love it. And I think especially her having a hand in it, like, made it that high of a quality mm-hmm. because she knew what she wanted mm-hmm. and she was not afraid to be like, we're going to take some We're're time on this. Figure it out. We're going to make it what I want it to be. And she got what she wanted. Um, and I thought that all of the backtracks really, like, set the mood. Mm-hmm. Like, you could tell each track when it, like, started, when it ended, but it really just... Each track stood apart, but they also stood together really yes. well, which is yes. important for an album. I completely agree with you. Because it's a body of work. You've paired these songs together for a reason, and I always find it kind of weird when, like, the songs on an album don't fit together. Yeah, they very much correlate together. Um, Absolutely. She, she said a really beautiful quote about the songs to Happy Magazine in Australia. Isn't that just, I love that. What a good name. Um, She said, each song really tells a different story and captures a really different mood. And I'd like to think they all have their perfect occasions. They all do have their perfect occasions. They really do. And it's every day, every moment. (laughs) (laughs) Every day. There's like three songs on my February playlist. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. We love that. She I also added her to my women playlist, which is just Oh, I need to follow that artists. playlist. Yeah. I really do need to follow that playlist. I'll send it to you later. Okay, cool. Great. Follow us on Spotify, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tweet the women playlist. We really should. On the Indie Blue Radio Twitter. Yeah. Follow us, Indie yeah, Blue Radio. Yeah, follow us on Twitter. 
and Instagram and Facebook. And everything. And everything. And by us, we mean Indie Blue Radio. I mean, you could follow us personally, but yeah, but it's up to you. You know, we're really here to market for our station. That's true. We are. Go Indie Blue. <laughs> Go Dogs. As station manager, I'm required to say, <laughs> please follow us. We're really good. Um, hopefully, you listen to the uh, IDs before and after this podcast. Mm. Maybe I'll make one of them the social media promo because we have one of those. Love that. Um, do we want to just maybe give them another taste of this beautiful album? I really think we should. All right. I really think we should. It just it gives us another moment to highlight because yeah. they all have their perfect moments. So here's this one's perfect moment in this podcast. song we just played <laughs> <laughs> we don't decide these things ahead of time folks um yeah i love this album i think it's a really fantastic body of work and i'm excited to see more from her you want to know why else we might think this album is so perfect why she cites vampire weekend as one of her that's not surprising that she listened to in high school really not surprising at all that grizzly bear the yeah yeah yeahs and the strokes which mm. pretty much love them all. four of my yeah. bands. That bands. My bands. <laughs> my bands specifically that uh encapsulate mm. what I enjoy listening to on a regular basis. So I can definitely like see those influences. I didn't know that listening to it, but like applying you, applying you that knowledge backwards, mm-hmm. I definitely hear those influences. Uh particularly with the Vampire Weekend EP that just came out. Like that sort of floaty yeah. feeling mm-hmm. is very present in this so if you like vampire weekend you will definitely like magic maggie rogers um we stand we do her tickets are all sold out for the show in indianapolis oh no i'm a little sad not gonna lie i'm a little sad i'm big sad um (laughs) but overall uh i just think like a really good really good album I think she's going to do really well. I, I really hope she I does. think we're going to see some great things from her in the future, especially if she keeps taking the time to, like, really make these albums something that, like, she wants to be making, mm. which is really important for artists. Yeah, I agree. None of this two-week yeah. shotgun album thing. No. Unless, you know, unless you're going to be, like... Unless that's the vibe. Unless that's the vibe. Or unless you're going to make a really good album in three days, like Nick Jonas did with his very mm-hmm. short-lived band, Nick Jonas and the Administration. Yes. Shout out to Nick Jonas and the Administration. I miss you guys. <laughs> That's Kathleen's number one band? I mean... Yeah. She's not denying it, folks. I'm not going to deny she's, it. She's going to shrug. They're really good. Um, maybe I'll talk about them some other time. Just yeah, tune in next week. Tune in next week where maybe I'll talk about Nick Jonas and the administration. Because that's what you all come here for, is I the top-notch <laughs> the top notch bands like Nick Jonas and the administration. 
Was that a dig at Nick Jonas and the administration? No, absolutely not. I okay. love Nick Jonas and the administration. <laughs> I love <laughs> saying the full name. How many too. times did we say Nick Jonas and the administration Nick on Jonas this podcast? I think you would be surprised. I think we need to rename the podcast Nick Jonas and the administration. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. All right. Well, is it time to talk more about music? I think it is, Shannon. Is I think it? it's time to talk more about music. Do you music. know what we're talking about today? Um, I remember texting you, and mm-hmm. I was like, hey, why don't you do the your half of the podcast on Wolfpack? Wolfpack. And you were like, yeah. Fuck Wolfpack. Oh, I can't swear. I'm going to have to put it back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so right. today we I know literally nothing about Wolfpack. Wolfpack. So I, please enlighten me. I have listened to this band probably since about 2014. I was introduced to them uh, through a Twitch streamer, actually. I used to... That is really mm-hmm. interesting. I used to watch this guy uh, play different video games on Twitch, obviously, because that's a lot of what people stream there. Mm -hmm. And before and after, he would, like, sit and answer questions and just talk, and he would play music a lot of the time. And uh, one day he played Wolfpack. uh, He played Back Pocket, which is actually still one of my favorite songs of theirs to this day. We love that. Um, It was actually used in an iPhone X commercial fairly recently. And I probably heard it. Yeah, so you might have heard Back Pocket. Uh, It's definitely one of their more, like, relatable like mainstream songs okay um so wolfpack i looked it up on spotify they have uh 1.1 million monthly spotify listeners that's actually really solid i am one of them (laughs) proudly i am one of them i am 1.1 million of them actually i just have a lot of fake (laughs) accounts and i'm just always listening to wolfpack um they Big have been, uh, they formed in 2011, and okay. they have actually released music every year since then. So they have four. That's really cool. Mm-hmm, they have four studio albums and four EPs. Okay. Uh, I believe all four of the albums have ten songs, and all four EPs have six. We love that consistency yeah, for them. Yeah, it's very consistent. Wow. V- and the quality is as consistent. Like, you would think a lot of bands releasing music every mm-hmm. single year, that quality might dip at some point. Yeah. But honestly, I love their entire body of work. Like, You know, you really can't say that very often. No, and I think it's just so awesome. Uh, their most recent album was released in 2018, in this past, I think, November around then. It's called Hill Climber. It's great. It's awesome. I love it. Um, so Wolfpack is a funk band. Just straight funk. I, I had to we check their Wikipedia funk. page because I didn't know if it would be like a mixed genre type of thing. No, just funk. Okay. Just funk. Cool. Uh, it's four boys, uh, Jack Stratton, Theo Katzman, Woody Goss, and Joe Dart. Hey, wait a minute. I know Theo Katzman. Do you? Yeah, he did that song. Oh, you don't Give know the name. Uh, I'm going to keep talking. Keep um, talking, and so I'll there's just four boys. Uh, they all went to University of Michigan, uh, to the music school there together. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. So he has released music on his own, Theo Katzman. He's their guitar, drummer, and vocal player. They all play multiple instruments, uh, almost all of them. So Jack Stratton, he was the band's founder. Uh, He plays keyboards, drums, and guitar alternatingly through different songs. 
Uh, Woody Goss plays keyboard, and Joe Dart plays a Fender bass. His uh, bass lick on, I forget which song, was praised in a uh, bass magazine after they released it. So they got a lot of publicity from that. Hard for you? I'm pretty sure. Don't quote me on that. But Uh, I also know his name because he worked with... Um, we're talking about Theo Katzman. We're talking about Theo Katzman. Sorry, we went back <laughs> real quick. Um, he worked with Star Kid, mm-hmm. the uh, theater production company. Yes, and he did a bunch of like music for them. Yeah, at some point. So that's why I know them because I I forget what show it was for, but yes, huge I do have fan that ring down. of Star Kid. Um, so right. Jack Stratton back in 2011. This is a direct quote. Uh, Conceived of Wolfpack as an imagined German version of the U.S. session musicians from the 1960s. Weirdly specific. Such as the Funk Brothers and the Wrecking Crew. Okay. Uh, Yeah. So for those that don't know, a lot of times back in the 60s and the 70s, um, labels and, like, recording studios would just have musicians there, Mm -hmm. like, on call. So Mm -hmm. if somebody needed a guitarist or they needed a keyboard player, they would just call somebody and you would have to be able to play any kind of music any genre any tempo anything at like the drop of a hat uh people still do this today mm-hmm. there are still a lot of people who just play on different tracks and they don't have like bands or songs of their own they just sit in on sessions and work with people um and they definitely have that vibe of yeah. just sort of like these people just sat down and they just made a song and it's a bop. I love that. Uh, so some of their songs have words. A lot of them do not. Interesting. A lot okay. of them are very silent. Uh, whole albums sometimes are just silent. Uh, there's no words in any of them. Uh, but they're just so funky fresh. They're just funky so fresh. dang funky fresh. And it's incredible. Um, I think I'll insert a little clip of one of their songs here. So that was one of their songs. I'm not sure which one I'm going to choose since I can never choose a favorite <laughs> out of their songs. Um, but so they also, there's those four guys, and they also work with a lot of other people uh, occasionally. Like, there'll be like eight of them on a cool. single track or something. Uh, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's um, cool. <laughs> so in, I believe, 2014... They released an album on Spotify called Sleepify. Okay. And it was a silent album. It was 10 tracks. It was silent. And it raised uh, $20,000 in royalties in two months. Uh, And they used that money to put on an admission-free tour that year, the Sleepify tour. They got a lot of publicity for this because Spotify actually removed their album for, like, violating their terms of service come on spotify Mm -hmm. so it's not on spotify anymore um but they just like they were like we know how to we know how to like get money for a tour let's go 
and they so did. Cool. They did so do cool. that. So they went on tour. That was the Sleepify tour in 2014. Um, actually, it might have been in 2015. Unclear. They played music there, though. <laughs> um, so another quote, uh, the band aims for a simple and minimal sound where each instrument contributes and does not dominate, which they definitely accomplish. Um, it's very clear that they're all working together. They're all having fun. Like, I don't think there's a single one of their songs where I'm like, mm, I'm just not really that into this one. Like, they all, just like with Maggie Rogers' song, they they're all have the their time thing. and their place. And, like, they're just all so good. Um, there's so many different, like, situations. If I'm studying, if I'm just, like, in a dancing mood, like, Wolfpack always fits. It's just so funky. It's the all-around so good time band. All-around good time band. That's a great... <laughs> A great description of them. Um, uh, in my research, I found out that they actually record live, and they very I seldom I, that's awesome. cut that's and so mix cool. their tracks. They just play it live. If I were to be one. in a band, that's probably what I would do. I'm not going to be in a band, though. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's really awesome when bands do that, especially when they leave in little bits and bobs at, like, the beginning of the end or, like, just yeah. in the middle where things get quieter where you can hear people, like, freaking out yeah um i think panic at the disco has this on a couple one of their oh, tracks yeah, in their recent album but just like where the, all the music dies out and then somebody's like yeah or like hey me. that was great um that's me <laughs> the panic at the disco track i forget which one it is um but like somebody comes in and he goes like hey man i saw you lift that sax up into the mic and i fell in love and then everybody cheers and that's my favorite part of that entire Panic at the Disco album. I freaking I love, love that. I love those moments, especially yeah. like being in this major and being somebody who mm -hmm. wants to record music and stuff one day, just knowing that people still get so psyched when music like this happens in front of them. We love music. It just adds a whole nother layer of enjoyment to the song yeah, for definitely. me to know That's that awesome. like they had fun recording that. It's always good to know that bands and musicians have fun recording their songs absolutely because i feel like sometimes people are just like oh we gotta make this album and it's like no we're gonna make this album and we're gonna have fun while doing it <laughs> so for those listeners out there mm -hmm. like me who are unfamiliar with full tech mm -hmm. what what's your like top five intro to Wolfpack? Songs. My top five intro to Wolfpack songs. Just like to get their to get their essence. I know this is a hard um, question, so like you can take a minute. I think the one of the top ones would have to be off of their most recent album, Hill Climber. It's called Darwin Derby. That one has words. Okay. So if you're like put off by the whole, there's no words. It's just instrumental. Yeah. Like that one has words. That one's really good. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna definitely add also. Back Pocket also okay. has words. Very adorable song. Um, Back Pocket is actually, it's sort of like the story of a kid asking his crush if they like them too. Like there's a line, um, uh, circle yes or no on this piece of paper because I really, really want to know if you're going to be my fifth grade queen. And the music video I'm crying. is adorable. It's just such crying a sweet right now song. Um. They also do this fun thing uh, since their very first album. On their very first, I think it was their first EP that they released on Spotify, uh, they have a song called It Gets Funkier. Mm -hmm. And since then, 
there have been three more. So there's it's gets it gets funkier, it gets funkier part two, it gets funkier three, and on their most recent album there's it gets funkier four. Can we should we play a version of it gets funkier? Yeah, here's here's a little bit of it gets funkier four. They're definitely, I love it because it's just a fun title, right? Like, it gets funkier, guys. You thought you were done with the funk? Nah. Nah, It it gets gets funkier. funkier. Alternate name for our podcast. It gets funkier? Nah. It gets funkier. Absolutely. They also have a song called Cars 2. Cars 2, yeah. So, um, (laughs) their, uh, I think second or third album was called My First Car in 2013. And so they have a song called My First Car, and then later on they have a song called Cars 2. Because, <laughs> you know, got a second car, guys. Here's my second car. Here's my second car. <laughs> Cars 2. Uh, they have another one called Daddy, He Got a Tesla, and one called Marjorie, My First Car. Daddy, He Got a Tesla. Daddy, He Got a Tesla. Me too. <laughs> they just have such fun titles and they really go along with the moods in the songs because it's just a whole lot of fun and I really love just everything that this band is doing. Well, I'm going to listen to them like all this week and Good. then next Everybody week should. We're going to we're going to touch base and mm-hmm. talk about my top 5 favorite Fleabag songs. <laughs> all right. So tune in next I'm week gonna, for that. I need to remind myself to do that cuz I <laughs> operate on reminders now everybody you do i've seen you making them it's rough all right so we're nearing the end here do we want to do our ratings we should do that because we didn't uh rate maggie rogers no so what would you give maggie rogers album which is called heard it in a past life heard it in a past life honestly i'm gonna give it a five out of five Hmm. first five out of five i've given all right i love it okay that's it. That's all. Fantastic. Love it. I think I'm going to give it a four out of five just because it is fairly new. You know, I think sometimes the backing tracks stepped on her vocals in a few spots, but overall, I like, I think it's an incredible body of work. It's still probably one of my top albums of 2019. I'm saying this on February 18th. I mean, yeah. So, you know, so far. I, I would agree with you. I think I think we're going to have to do a 2019 roundup podcast. Oh, Absolutely in the way future mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about this album stay again tuned for that stay tuned for that <laughs> and then um i don't know you, have you never heard any wolfpack from what i've heard from theo katzman i remember listening to that song i'm mm-hmm. like 85 percent sure it was hard for you yeah um i really wish i remember the actual title of it but i'm pretty sure that's what it is okay so yes, confirmed. This song is called "Hard for You." A little bit of a hard cut. We paused. We listened. We listened. So now you've you've heard some Wolfpack. What do you think? I really I really like it. I really like it. Yay. Um, I'm gonna give it a solid three and a half out of five. All right. Just because I've only heard one song. One song, and not even all of the song. Not even all of the song. <laughs> but it was still a good song. Still a bop. It was a very confirmed good song. So it was hard for you. Hard for you. Also confirmed bop. Definitely, both Hashtag pops. Confirmed. I'm going to give just Wolfpack's entire discography a 5 out of 5. Because Fair. it's just so funky fresh. Funky fresh. It's just so unlike 
like any other thing that I've heard. I know. Especially recently. And just yeah. like, they just always put me in such a good mood. Like if I'm ever not having that great of a day or something, or I'm like, oh, I don't want to go to this class. I just put on some Wolfpack. And I'm like, so funky fresh. I think I'm going to do that now. Ready to start just, the day with yeah. these funky fresh tunes. We love a good funky fresh <laughs> tune. So, yeah, five out of five for, for my Wolfpack. My Wolfpack. They're mine. <laughs> they belong to me. Well, just like Vampire Weekend is my band, so. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight, folks. Thank you so much for listening. This has been a great time. It really, I really love. I really love recording with you because I feel like it's oh. just so... And we're just talking about music, you know? We're just I love chilling. talking about music. That's why we're here. That's why we're here. That's why love we're doing this. podcast. Hey, do you want a podcast? Hit us up. Let us know. <laughs> Radio at butler.edu. Radio at butler.edu. <laughs> okay, bye! Bye! Thanks for listening. Have a great night.